0: Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9. Uh, the Australian Greens, I must tell you, are launching the first ever plan to legalise cannabis internationally. Not internationally. I mean, Green Senator uh, David Shoebridge, who's also the Justice spokesperson, is moving ahead with a plan to uh, legalise cannabis uh, nationally after obtaining clear constitutional legal advice that the federal parliament has the power to just legalise it. David Shoebridge, good morning. Yeah, good day, Mike. How are you? Um, great to have a public holiday down there. It is. It's interesting, isn't it? Uh, yeah, we still work because we go around Tassie uh, with the show. But how many Australians, in your opinion, have been waiting for this moment?
1: Well, there have been millions of Australians waiting for this moment. In fact, if you look at the data, you know, a growing, a, a, a very large, growing part of Australia is is extremely keen to legalise cannabis. In fact, More than 40% of Australians, adult Australians, um, have smoked cannabis at one point in in their life and and it's absolute nonsense that the law is trying to make 40% of Australians criminals and, and we just want to fix it.
0: What about the driving situation? Because, uh, you know, you've got, uh, you know, you drive with alcohol, um, driving with uh, uh, drugs in the system, you know, in particular cannabis. Uh, but We often see other substances too, as you see some of those programs on the, on the free-to-air television. But, I mean, how about in regard to, would you, uh, you know, still saying, oh, you can still drive a car uh, what, when you've uh, smoked the odd uh, chuff, a, chuffed a joint or two?
1: No, and in fact, Tasmania is the one part of the country that's got the laws right in that regard. Tasmania makes it an offence to be driving under the under the influence um, of any drug, and uh, that includes cannabis, um, uh, benzodiazepines, or or, or or alcohol. And um, and and so clearly, if if the drug is legal or illegal, and it's impairing your driving, then the, the laws should be very clear and prohibit you from driving. And. And, and Tasmania makes it an offence to drive while impaired um, by cannabis. And and that's a great model for the rest of the country, actually. Tasmanians drink driving laws or drug driving
0: laws. I, I tend to think, uh, David, the, the idea of cannabis oil, too. I think and I, I do know someone personally that's been using it and it has found great benefit because they're actually terminally ill and they find great benefit with cannabis oil. So um, you're thinking, well, okay, well, now you can smoke a joint and you hopefully it'll be legal, that'll be even more benefit. Is that uh, what you're thinking is
1: well you know hundreds of thousands of Australians are currently benefiting from accessing medicinal cannabis for many people though it's extremely difficult to access and it's a very limited market and it's extremely expensive Uh, one of the ways of bringing down the price of medicinal cannabis is to legalize the cannabis industry across the country and 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 I think as more people realize that that there are a series of significant potential health benefits from people with chronic pain, PTSD and the like, and they can access cannabis for that. I think some of the traditional conservative fear about cannabis um, has really washed out of the community. But but for me, the, the single biggest harm reduction, you know, we often talk about changing the drug laws or dealing with drug laws for harm reduction. When it comes to cannabis, but the really big harm reduction is getting the police the court the criminal justice system out of young people's lives because they choose to have a joint one night with their mates so that's I think the really big benefit from legalizing cannabis.
0: and I also noticed uh, I spoke to uh, a neighbor recently who said that he had a had a joint and uh, didn't realize that it wasn't out of his system after several days worked in the mining industry as such went in they had a random drug test he lost his job
1: yeah and and around the rest of the country the, the the drug driving laws operate and this is actually a really good thing about Tasmania you don't have these laws but the people are pushing to introduce them in Tasmania but around the rest of the country if you smoke a joint on a Friday night um, with some mates Saturday night and then you jump into the car on Monday and you drive if, if the police pull you over and do a, a random drug test and they find the smallest perceptible amount of cannabis in your system. Well, then you lose your license. And the same is happening at workplaces. And no one's in, that th- those people aren't impaired in the slightest way. It's just they've got this tiny trace element of cannabis. And of course, you know, if, if you've got enough cannabis in your system, um, your residual amounts of cannabis in your system that you're impaired for driving or you're impaired for work. By all means, test for that, but test for impairment, not just for the tiny trace elements.
0: What's, uh, what, what's the what? What's the the deep meaning? You're, uh, you're this you that's behind you campaigning for this to be legal.
1: Well, we're seeing tens and tens of thousands of Australians, mostly young Australians, also people in regional communities, um, First Nations Australians, um, getting caught up in the criminal justice system because they they literally smoke a joint with their friends or they have some gummy bears um, in the car. At, sorry, they have some gummy bears which they. Which they share on a, which they share with some friends on a Friday night.
0: Yeah, good old gummy bears that are laced with cannabis. Yeah, laced with cannabis, and
1: and 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 for those young people, well, what what they what they're finding is that their career can suddenly be thrown sideways. Um, that they have difficulty travelling. They face thousands of dollars of legal expenses. Some of them, if they're um, sharing a few joints with friends, may face jail time um, mm-hmm. because of a deemed supply charge. Uh, all for a plant and a drug that is now legal in state after state in the united states it's legal in canada it's legal in thailand it's, it's decriminalized in portugal it's about to be legal in germany and and why are we putting especially young people through all of that through all of that for 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 a drug that is less harmful i'm not saying it's without harm but it's less harmful than alcohol or tobacco i mean it makes no sense at all, Mike.
0: I'm speaking with the Green Senator and Justice Spokesperson, David Shoebridge. Mm-hmm. David, uh, you, you mentioned they're America and Canada, and they've had it legalised for a while in various states. What issues have they had?
1: Well, what we've seen um, in the data from the United States is you you, you tend to see uh, a slight reduction, and, and these aren't you know, huge reductions, but you see a slight reduction in in violent crime, particularly public order violent crime. Um. And you see a slight substitution of, al- of, of cannabis for alcohol. Uh, that tends to be the overall trend. You, you don't see a huge increase in cannabis use, but you see a slight reduction in alcohol use, with a very slight redu- um, increase in cannabis use. And you see less, you know, assaults and public assaults, and 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 less 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 interpersonal violence as you get a reduction in alcohol. So that tends to be the kind of um, policing response broadly positive but you also see uh, in the case of Canada more than 16 billion Canadian dollars in taxes you also see a whole lot of money taken out of organized crime a reduction in policing costs and with those 16 billion dollars of uh, of the, the Canada has 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 brought in in tax dollars you've got a whole lot more money for public schools so you' literally see less money spent on police slight reduction in assaults and significantly increased public revenues to do good things with
0: well i can i can certainly see the <laughs> the advantage it'll have in regard to taxing it because all governments will be requiring as much uh, every cent they can possibly get especially with the budget coming down shortly so you'll be pushing for that uh, i know uh, with that will you do you think it'll be approved in australia what what's uh, what's your feeling so far david well, the response
1: I've had from the public has been extraordinarily positive. And in fact, I, I've you know, I've been a Greens MP at a state level for for eleven, almost twelve years before I moved into federal politics. And over that time I've really seen the public the public mood and also the media reporting change. If we'd been having this conversation ten years ago, it would have been in the context of a whole lot of right-wing angry media attacking the Greens and saying how terrible this was and how the sky would fall in. But you see, the cannabis has been legalized now for years and years in the United States and Canada, and the sky is still firmly up above those countries. And in fact, um, there's a growing, growing um, um, international moves to legalize cannabis. and and so it's been a hugely positive response from the public. It's been a very muted opposition from right-wing media. Uh, I think their main criticism is, well, you know, why are we doing this now, as opposed to whether we should do it. Um, and, and I think people are excited by the idea that we can do it in one go for the whole country through the federal parliament. So uh, we plan to develop the bill, um, working with stakeholders, develop the, the the nuts and bolts of the bill over the next few months. Yep. Uh, we've already given notice of it in the federal parliament, but we hope to introduce the bill um, either in the last bit of this year or early next year. And then we want to take it to a Senate inquiry and travel the country and hear directly from people about um, whether our proposed structure is the right structure, if there's better ways of legalising cannabis, because there's a number of you know policy options that we need to consider. Um, and I feel very confident that with that growing mass of support, if we don't legislate it in this parliament, we, we sure as hell will in the next parliament.
0: Have you found much opposition, David, in regard to politically so well, far? Well, um,
1: yeah, again, it's you know, the, 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 the lack of this hostile, angry response has been really, really notable. All, all we've heard from Labor, you know, we've had huge support uh, across the country, and, and Labor's response is they don't have any current plans to legalise cannabis. Well, I suppose my job and the job of those millions of Australians who want to get this done is to change Labor's plans and, um, and and get to that point next year where we have that majority support in Parliament to legalise cannabis.
0: Tell me in regard to, I was talking before oh. with um, Tasmanian President of the AMA, they've got a seven-point plan out and uh, they're also hoping for 50-50 funding uh, regarding the hospitals, especially that are in crisis, and a removal of the 6.5% cap. Would the Greens support that?
1: yeah well we, we have um, across the country whether it's you know at a state level or a federal level we, we don't support caps on public sector wages and and we all, all also acknowledge that we need a significant increase in our spending in our public hospitals and you know I personally think it's it's criminal that we see billions and billions of dollars subsidizing private health insurance through tax rebates When we know that that money is so desperately needed to do the work in public hospitals. And, and if you want a growth tax, you know, if you you want to spend less on police and more on hospitals, I've got a plan for you, Mike. You could always legalize cannabis.
0: There you go. I mean, it goes right back to it. You've done the circle beautifully, uh, David. Um, look, it's been a pleasure speaking with you, mate. I wish you the very best of luck with it. It's been around for a long, long time, but to legalise cannabis, uh, it does seem a lot, shall we say, lighter a subject than I have spoken about years gone by. So interesting. I'll be uh, watching quite uh, closely the space. So uh, it's a uh, pleasure to have a chat to you, David Shoebridge. Uh, there we go. We're Green Senator and also, uh, of course, uh, spokesperson uh, for uh, or Justice spokesperson i should say david thanks for your time and enjoy your time um, well if you get to visit tassie and uh, lob around it's a beautiful spot
1: uh, cheers mike and i'm very very much looking forward to coming down not only to talk legalized cannabis but a bunch of other justice issues
0: excellent david good to talk to you Bye. thank you indeed if you've got any uh, queries or comments i'd love to know your thoughts on that's been around for such a long time the thoughts on it but uh are we getting used to it are we still hor- find it horrendous have your thoughts on that. Um, 1-300-00-1012, where you can text, of course, 044-830-1012 with Tasmania Talks. Tasmania Talks with Michael O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from 9.